Hello and welcome to Couch Church Podcasts. I'm Reverend Kathy Reid and today I'm going to be sharing with you my reflection from Sunday the 8th of October. Our psalm for the day was Psalm 19 and as you will hear, it is my favourite psalm. So here it is. The heavens declare the glory of God and the firmament proclaims his handiwork. One day tells it to another, and night to night communicates knowledge. There is no speech or language, nor are their voices heard. Yet their sound has gone out through all the world, and their words to the ends of the earth. There he has pitched a tent for the sun, which comes out as a bridegroom from his chamber, and rejoices like a strong man to run his course. Its rising is at one end of the heavens, and its circuit to their farthest bound, and nothing is hidden from its heat. The law of the Lord is perfect, reviving the soul. The command of the Lord is true and makes wise the simple. The precepts of the Lord are right and rejoice the heart. The commandment of the Lord is pure, and gives light to the eyes. The fear of the Lord is clean and endures forever. The judgments of the Lord are unchanging and righteous, every one. More to be desired are they than gold, even much fine gold, sweeter also than honey, than the honey that drips from the comb. Moreover, by them is your servant taught, and in keeping them there is great reward. Who can know their unwitting sins? O cleanse me from my secret faults. Keep your servant also from presumptuous sins, lest they get the mastery over me. So I shall be clean and innocent of great offence. May the words of my mouth and the meditation of my heart be acceptable in your sight, O Lord, my rock and my redeemer. So there it is, Psalm 19. Each week before I preach, I will pray, may the words of my mouth and the meditations of our hearts be acceptable to you, O Lord, our Rock and our Redeemer. Those words really speak to my heart. And actually, the whole of Psalm 19 speaks to my heart. I have many favourite psalms, but this one is my absolute number one. In the parish, we're currently pulling together a book called My Favourite Bible Verse. And when it's published, you'll be able to see that I've included Psalm 19 in there. And as I've been working on editing our book, I've been reflecting on how good it is to immerse ourselves in those Bible verses that really speak most to us. When times are hard or we're uncertain or when we just want to connect with God on a deeper level, our favourite Bible verses can bring us so much comfort, strength, assurance. Since Psalm 19 is our psalm of the day, I just couldn't miss this opportunity to invite you to come with me. Let's immerse ourselves in my favourite psalm. You might not realise it, but you probably know at least some of the words of Psalm 19 from songs. 
Different parts of the psalm have been used for many pieces of music over the centuries, from wonderful classical music to hymns, to choruses we used to sing in the 70s, and even a pop song. I wonder if you've ever heard Haydn's oratorio, The Creation. It starts with the opening verse of Psalm 19. The heavens are telling the glory of God. When the song starts, the words and the music just burst out in a shout of glory. Oh, it's wonderful. The heavens are telling the glory of God. So that's how Psalm 19 opens. And then the very last words of Psalm 19 we might recognise from the old Boney M song, By the Rivers of Babylon. So the psalm begins with a shout of glory praising God's wonderful universe. And the psalm ends by drawing us inward in reflection and prayer. These are the parts of the psalm we can probably relate to most easily. We can relate to praising God and we can relate to praying. But what about the middle section of the psalm? The middle section of Psalm 19 is about the laws of God, the commandments. And the psalmist says, the laws of God delight his heart. He says the laws of God are more to be desired than gold. If we're honest, is that how we feel? Are we really that excited by the laws of God? And if you think about the Ten Commandments, are you excited by them? Perhaps it depends on how we think about God's laws. Are God's laws like human laws? Are they kind of dry and dusty, a list of things to do and not to do? Let me tell you a story about a time when I was asking myself this very question, are God's laws like human laws? It was a few years ago when I was in a different parish and I was at home one evening working on a sermon. It was a sermon about the Ten Commandments, and I'd been reflecting on the laws of Australia and the Ten Commandments and asking myself, are they the same? And if they're not, how are they different? While I was reflecting on that, suddenly there was a very loud knock at the door, and I was a bit startled to find that it was the local policeman looking very stern. Are you Catherine Ridd? Yes. Then he went on, do you own a yellow and white Toyota? Uh, yes. And I'm thinking, what on earth has happened? Your car was photographed driving away from the petrol station without paying. Well... My immediate thought was, how did some wicked criminal manage to do that in my car? And then there was the dawning horror as I realised that I was the wicked criminal. I did it. It had happened about two weeks earlier. I was tired and running late and I quite simply filled my tank, got back in the car and drove away. I forgot to pay.
According to the law of the land, I had stolen that pet petrol, even though it wasn't my intention. How bizarre that just before the policeman knocked at my door, I'd been thinking about laws. I'd been asking myself, are God's laws like human laws? On the surface, many of the Ten Commandments seem like our human laws. Let's take a random example. You shall not steal. Actually, a few months later, I bumped into that policeman and he laughed and laughed about that night. It turns out he knew exactly who I was. He knew that I was the new Anglican priest in town. He understood I had just forgotten to pay. And the whole thing became a bit of a local joke, that priest who tried to steal petrol. It felt like everyone in that town knew the story. People understood that I hadn't intended to steal. But as I said, when I drove off without paying for the petrol, I had stolen it according to Australian law. What about according to the Ten Commandments? The Seventh Commandment does say, you shall not steal. But in my heart, I didn't mean to steal. I'd just forgotten. I wasn't aware that I had done wrong. Psalm 19 has something to say about that. Honestly, this is a psalm that has something to say about so many things. The psalm says, Who can know their own unwitting sins? O cleanse me from my secret faults. But you know, I think this is where we find the answer to the question, are God's laws like human laws? God's law goes way deeper than our laws. It's about what is in our hearts. It's about what's hidden. Not just about what we do on the outside. Jesus had something to say about this. He said, You're familiar with the command to the ancients, do not murder. I'm telling you that anyone who is so much as angry with a brother or sister is guilty of murder. It's is about killing the spirit of someone with our thoughts or our words. And God's law is about what is in our hearts. Thanks be to God that God showed me my unwitting sin so I could go and pay for that petrol and apologise most humbly too to the owners of the petrol station. God's law is about what is in our hearts. It's about how we respond to God and to other people. It's how we think about God and other people. But Jesus made it really simple. He summed up the law like this. Love God, love your neighbour. So God's law of love offers us a better way the best way to live with God and each other. Our human laws do what they can to stop us from hurting each other, but God's law gives us the best way. To use the words of Psalm 19, loving God, loving all people, revives the soul. It rejoices the heart. Honestly, this is a psalm that has everything. It shows us the glory of God on the hugest scale, God who is revealed in the whole universe. And then the psalm takes us by the hand and shows us that God who creates the universe 
is also concerned for us. God gives us the law of love to revive our soul and rejoice our heart, the best way to live with God and each other. And finally, Psalm 19 gives us a prayer. And what a prayer it is. A prayer committing our whole being to serve God. May the words of my mouth and the meditation of my heart be acceptable in your sight, O Lord, my rock and my redeemer. So there it is, Psalm 19, my favourite psalm. I encourage you to dive into the Bible. Find the verses, the chapters, the books, the psalms that speak to your heart and soak yourself in them. May the words of our mouths and the meditations of our hearts be acceptable in your sight, O Lord, our Rock and our Redeemer.